Do you love the idea of personal growth, but find the practice of it exhausting? We get it. We're Brandon and Megan Giggling, growth coaches with the mission to put the personal back in personal growth. If you want a new way of growing into the next version of you without the frustration, guilt, and overwhelm, you're in the right place. It's time to rethink your growth journey and make it into something that works for you. You in? Welcome to Growth Reframed. What is up, my friends? Welcome back to another episode of Growth Reframed. We are so happy that you are here, whether you are listening in your ears or watching us with your eyes. We are happy that you are here with us today. And today we're going to talk about something that is, man, it comes up for me all the time. And I think it's going to resonate with a lot of people out there, but it's putting things up on a pedestal. And what do I mean by that? Well, I mean, what are the things in your life, and you can think about this while I'm talking about it, but what are the things in your life that you are putting high up on that pedestal and saying, if if I just had this, it would deliver every single thing I need. If I just lift this up, if I had this job, if I had this relationship, if I had this dollar amount in my bank account, if I had this social media following, if I had this many listeners on my podcast, if I had kids, then it would fulfill. Like, what is the thing that you're expecting to fulfill every single thing in your life? And I found in my own life, as I was reflecting on this, even sitting down to record this episode, how many times I've done that uh, throughout my life. And it's interesting because it dates back forever, like for me, like I can track it back from the time I was a kid. Like when I was a young kid, I was like, well, when I'm in middle school, well, when I'm in high school, well, when I'm in college, well, when I'm married and I have a job, well, when I have this certain job, well, when I have this certain type of marriage, well, one day when we have kids and you can just go down the list over and over and over again. And I'm saying that once I get to this place, then all of everything that I've ever wanted will be realized and everything will just be perfect. And I think there's a lot of danger in believing that in anything that you're trying to pursue. And it's just happened so many times as far as like my life going through. And I want to talk about some of the specific examples here today, but I'm interested to see your take on this topic. Well, as I was listening to you, I thought for you, it seems, and I would agree that I feel the same, I think. For you, it almost seems like it's not a thing that you put on a pedestal. It's a timeline that you're putting on a pedestal. You're not saying that it's this job that I have or this thing that I have that is putting it on a pedestal. I think you're saying, I'm here. The next thing is the pedestal. Like there's nothing current for you that's on a pedestal. It's the time frame of the next thing. And I just thought, huh, that's interesting because I would agree that for my whole life, it's been more of like a guilt that I'm wishing my life away, but that's how I've always seen it until pretty recently, actually, that, you know, if I was just here, if I was just there, if I could get through this next thing, if I could have this job and it's never that I'm doing anything current. It's never that this current thing that I'm on is on a pedestal that, you know, my kids or or you or my job or whatever is going to be the answer. It's what do I not have yet? Let's get to that point. And Mm -hmm. that's what the pedestal is. It's like the, the future. Right. Right. Well, I want to unpack that because I see, I see based on what I was saying that 
that is the case. But the the few examples I'm talking about here, and we can just get into them, that's not the case. That's not how it was. And so maybe I maybe I did a poor service explaining it because, for example, I thought that. Which one do I want to grab first? That's what I'm thinking through. I thought that our relationship was going to fulfill everything that I needed. Like you as my better half, as the other person, like you complete me, the Jerry (laughs) Maguire reference. Like I bought into that hook, line and sinker. And I thought you should complete me. You should be and fulfill every single thing that I need. But you're your own individual person. You're not meant to fulfill everything I need. Like, yes, marriage has a purpose, you know, as defined by God, there is a purpose to to marriage, but it's not to fulfill every single desire and need that I had, unless I'm missing some parts of the Bible. I, I don't think that's the, what God was going for. But then I thought, because I believe that, then I thought, okay, if I put every single effort and every single energy in my life toward this relationship and I give you everything that you need, then you'll give me everything I need. And then I will, like, if I just do enough with this relationship, then everything else in my life will be answered. And then it got to the place where maybe I was or wasn't doing that, but then our relationship came to the place where it almost ended. And it's like, well, what would my life have been then with that attitude had that been the case? And I'm like, is that everything, you know, that it should really be? And it so led me to question it. Well, then I had this in the last few years with like, uh, you know, my job. And I'm like, well, if I just give everything into this job, then this job should really fulfill every single thing that I need. Like, and a lot of people tie it to their career. And it's like, well, career and this job and this thing that I'm working at, if I just work hard enough at it, it should check every box and fulfill every single thing for me. And then it didn't. And I thought, okay, well, then I guess I need to go get a new job because this one clearly isn't going to fulfill every single thing that I want. So I guess I have to go get something new. And let's be real, y'all. I think we do it with relationships. We do it with jobs. We do it with things in our life. We do it with material things. We do it with the fact that some of us decide to have kids because we want to mix things up and thinks that that's going to be the fixer to our relationship or to the emptiness that we're feeling or to the thing we're striving for. And so it is a timeline for me too, because like, it's like, well, if I just had this number of listeners on my podcast, if I just had this thing, and I know I'm talking a lot right now, but there's one other thing I want to touch on. The same thing happened for me and I call it my mid midlife crisis. Okay. (laughs) It's, it's like, we got married, we had kids, we were sitting there, maybe it was even before kids, some of this started happening, but we're sitting there and we're like, is this it? Is this really all there is? This can't possibly be all there is. And even when we rectified our relationship and even when we felt better about where we were at, I could always nitpick and like, man, this, this can't really be it. There's got to be more to fulfill out there. There's got to be something else. And then this podcast came into fruition. And I thought, okay, this is it, man. I'm going to be a coach. I'm going to be a podcaster. I'm going to be this. I'm going to be that. And this is going to fulfill everything. Y'all, do you see the common denominator on all these things? Marriage, job, podcast. All of them are supposed to fulfill every desire that I have singularly. 
And that's just not the way life works. So I ask you today, what are you putting on your pedestal? Is it the future? Is it other things? And maybe you could think about in your own life, Meg, what you've kind of, where you've, things you've put out there and expected it to deliver. And then what happened when it didn't? Yeah. I mean, I feel like it was such an unfair ask of any person or anything to have them on the pedestal, right? Like that is an unfair ask for your job to fulfill everything you need. That is an unfair ask for your husband or your wife to fulfill all of your needs. Like that's so unfair on both sides of it. Oh yeah. And we do it all the time. But if you think about how crazy that sounds, like we should be more knowledgeable. We should understand that that can't be. And yet we all do it. We're all like, man, if, if this thing, or now that I have this thing, this will be it. And when that doesn't happen, how we feel about it. Like you said, well, when our marriage was imploding, you should have been like, is there even a reason for me to live? Should I even can like, like if, if it's really me and I'm no longer there, like how can you even move forward? Right. But clearly you moved forward. You were going to move forward. It was a happy outcome. Obviously we're sitting here today, but had it not been, I don't believe that you would be like, you know, not here anymore. There would have been a way for you around it. So the question for me is like, really, okay, so where do you go from there? Where do you go when you think that that's it and it, and it doesn't work out? How do you get through that time to start realizing, Hey, that's not it. That was never supposed to be it. And the next time I try to do this, how can I dial that back a little bit so that I can start understanding that it's not that thing. It's not that next thing. It is more than that. It's, I don't even know. I just lost my train of thought. It's more than that. It's just like a mindset of like, it doesn't have to deliver everything. Yes. The relationship is meant to fulfill the relationship parts of your life. It's not meant to fulfill your life. Yes. A job or a career is supposed to fulfill some of the things that you need out of a job (laughs) and a career, but it's not supposed to fulfill all of it. And it's not supposed to fulfill your whole life. That's kind of like where my brain goes right. when I'm thinking all of this through. It's like, yeah, it is supposed to do what it's designed to do. It's not supposed to do more. Right. Like you don't buy a car and expect it to fly you to, you know, across the country. You expect it to drive you across the country. Mm-hmm. Same thing. You but, can't do but, that. But in the same breath, are we not marketed every day to the fact that you buy that car, you do that thing, it's going to fulfill you. Right. We're, we're constantly inundated with that fact. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, you smoke these cigarettes, you're going to have hot chicks by you. You don't really <laughs> see the cigarette commercials anymore, but that's what it used to be. You like Joe, totally Joe, <laughs> Joe Camel and whatever. Or like you drive this car and you're going to have the chicks or like the old Axe commercials. Like you spray this terrible body spray on you and you're going to have chicks crawling all over you. Actually, it's a chick repellent, by the way. <laughs> I used to use it. But it's like you spray that on and you think that that's going to be the difference maker for you. What I found, though, is as you were just discussing it, is it was in times of that mid-midlife crisis. It was in times of crisis that I grabbed onto that next savior. Like, who is it going to be? What is it going to be? And so to you, to your point, what would I have done in that relationship? Well, we're all at nature to our patterns. Like, we're all at the mercy of our own patterns. And when you start to identify those patterns, the only time you can really see the light and stop living in the tunnel vision and realize that you need to do things differently. But like for years, that's not what I did. If it was our relationship, then, you know, and it was coming to the end and and it was like, oh, well, what's going to happen? Am I going to even exist as a person? And then I would grab onto the next savior. 
then I would grab onto the job. And then when the job wasn't fulfilling, then I grabbed onto the podcast. And when the podcast wasn't fulfilling, then I grab onto the next thing. And I'm trying to constantly grab at straw and find what the next thing is that's going to pull me forward. And it was always in times of crisis that I kicked back into that pattern. And it wasn't until I actually sat with myself and realized that it is a mindset shift, that it is a thing that, hey, wait, this, this is what I'm doing. Is this, is this what it should be? And the thing is, it's, it can be, it's not all bad. Like it can be a good thing. Like it's good to like try to be the best husband and father I can be. It's good to like try to have a great marriage. It's great to like try to be there and be a family man and like have a great family core. None of those things are bad, but when you're asking them to fulfill everything, it becomes bad. That's the craziest thing about all this, oh, like this toxic energy and this toxic thing is you're always in the gray area. You're always on the fence of it being a good thing versus, oh man, how do we get here and how do we fall into this? Mm-hmm. When is the line? Where's the line of Where's healthy the versus line unhealthy? And did you cross it? And are you even aware that you crossed it? But this is why things implode in our face because we constantly are expecting them to deliver and be that you know, light that savior for everything we're doing. And it just, it's not meant to be like you said, Meg, that wasn't fair to you to be like, well, our marriage and how you show up is everything to me. That's not fair to you. And what is the likelihood as another person who's tripping and stumbling through life that that's going to actually work? It's completely unlikely. But then we jump to the next thing because we want that butterfly feeling. We want that feeling of adrenaline by trying something new. And then when that doesn't deliver, then we end up spiraling again. Do you think that you only put things on a pedestal when it's crisis? Or do you think there's always something on a pedestal, even when things are good? Like is a pedestal a coping mechanism or is a pedestal just a fact of life? I think, I think it's twofold. I think a pedestal is for me, I've identified it in times of crisis, but I think as people, we romanticize everything too. And we think everything is supposed to be like the greatest thing. And I think it's because a lot of it is we're looking at the best versions of everyone out there on social media. We're looking at marketing and we're looking at everything else that's saying, well, if you just had this thing, then you'd be great. Like, hey, if you just had this amount of money in your bank account, but wait, millionaires and billionaires are committing suicide more than any other group. So how does that, like, how do you rationalize that? Because we all know, and we've all seen like, Hey, yeah, if you're a celebrity, then you like, some people want to be famous and want to be popular, want to be a celebrity. Do those people look like they're having the best life to you? Cause to me, they don't listen to some of the lyrics of their songs. Yeah. I mean, but, have, you, have you heard them? But we romanticize all of it. Like I think about, we romanticize for a long time. Like I don't want to work for the man. I want to be an entrepreneur. Because being an entrepreneur is how you make money and how you go out and do these things. And it's like, we love that avenue for our life, but that's not for everybody. And it's not that great all the time. It's not that great being your own boss. It's not that great being a boss at all and being responsible for everything and everyone. It's a lot of pressure, actually. But we all sit there and romanticize that that's the thing. That's why, and that's why I'm feeling this way. And if I had that, then I'd feel better. And I've talked to so many people who chase a job title or a salary. And when they get it, they're like, oh, wait, I'm still the same person. I'm still here. 
So that's the thing. You're still there. So if you don't change your mindset and shift and focus and start to reflect on what those things are that you're putting on a pedestal and why you're doing that, then what do you think is going to happen when you get your wildest dreams? What's going to happen when you get the things you prayed for? You're just going to want more and you're just going to keep reaching for more and saying, then I need this to fulfill and then I need this. But then where are you ever going to be satisfied? And the flip side of that, when it doesn't do that for you, how are you going to be able to cope if that's the only thing that matters? Right. Right. And I bought the lie, hook, line, and sinker. I thought you get married, you have kids, you get the house with the white picket fence, you get the salary with a certain dollar amount, you're CEO of a company, man, that's what else could you want? What else could you possibly want? Then I'm sitting there bawling my eyes out in the mirror because I'm like, this isn't doing what I thought it would do. Right. I should this be perfectly happy. Why am I not happy? Why am why why am I still feeling like I'm not enough? Why am I still feeling like I need more? And is something wrong with me for wanting more? And should I even want more? It's the difference between happiness and joy. Happiness is, how do you even say it? Happiness is like the things of this world, like it's circumstantial. Yeah. Circumstantial is happiness. Joy is a fulfillment that you have internally. It doesn't matter what's happening out in your world because you're going to have that joy inside. It's not circumstantial. But a lot of us, look. we don't look for joy. We look for happiness. What's the next thing to make me happy? What's the next iPhone that I can buy to make me happy? What's the next dollar amount or car or vacation I can take? Man, those people are going to Disney. I want to go to Disney. Let's do that. Let's take that vacation. And then what happens at the end of that vacation? Right. We've all had that feeling in a small sense. You feel bad when you get back because you're like, what, what in the world? Right. It's almost like the things that are on the pedestal are going to equate with your happiness. But when you look at them, they actually don't bring you the joy that you've been hoping for. You think that you want happiness and those things on the pedestal are, are your ticket to get there. But when you turn around and look after, after you're on the pedestal with the thing, you're like, wait, this is just happiness. This isn't joy. This isn't right. the whole picture. I think we're all out there stumbling around, trying everything we can to find happiness when what we really should be looking for is joy. We're not actually looking for you know, circumstantial happiness. We're looking for an internal joy, but we're looking for it with external things. You're never going to find <laughs> internal joy with external things or external factors. And that's the trap we all fall into. The trap we fall into all the time. The trap I still fall into to this day because I'm gonna leave this podcast today. I'm gonna go out into the world and I'm gonna think that breakfast we're about to have is gonna deliver everything for me. I mean, I'm joking. But you know, you think that whatever it is, that that's gonna all of a sudden be, but it's not, it's, it's external if you don't have internal peace, it doesn't matter how great a partner you have. It doesn't matter how great a family you have. It doesn't matter what the bank says about your account. If you don't have internal peace, you're going to have a big problem. And I think the issue is we don't realize that it's internal because we just look for so many things external and we point to everything other than internal. We say, no, it can't be me. It's got to be everything else out there. But until you sit there and look in the mirror and say, wait, is it me? Is the internal peace? Did I already have it? Do I have it? Am I already enough? Talked about being enough a few weeks ago. Am I already enough? 
man, could, could you even think that way? What would happen if you did? What would happen if today you just lived and were happy and satisfied and joyful with what you already had? Oh, gosh, that's just a foreign idea, Brandon. You're talking crazy now. <laughs> but what if you did? What if you looked at life that way? What if you looked at everything and, and started to look and realize the pressure that you're putting on it to deliver your utmost desires? What would it look like if you gave those people a break that you're you know, hoping for so much from? What would happen if you didn't think that job was going to fulfill every single thing for you and just realize, hey, it's pretty cool that I have this job, but that's not everything and that's not all of what I'm trying to chase. What if you did that? It's a big question to leave you with, but that's where we'll leave you today. If you need anything, please reach out to us at Growth Reframed. We love you all so much. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to Growth Reframed. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to subscribe and leave us a review. We would love to connect with you, so shoot us a DM on Instagram at Growth Reframed. We love y'all.